Hello everyone, we're back. We've been in hibernation, uh, but manager mayhem has returned. I'm Jack Kitson, and I'm with the sportsman's Simon Lillygrap. Hi Jack, how are you doing? I'm good, thanks mate. And I'm also with Michael Bates from It's Around It's White. Jack, nice to be back. Good uh, breaks, guys? Yeah, lovely. Been to Rome, been to Italy, had a bit of a European break, and now... Been scouting for us. Yeah, back back to it. Didn't see any football managers or anything, but back. Nice. I stayed, <laughs> I stayed at home. Stayed there at home. There we go, what culture, guys. Um, okay, there's obviously been a lot we'll run through, but we're going to stick with stuff that's happened recently. Um, so, Paul Lambert um, is in at Stoke, surprisingly. We're going to look at Giggs, who's shock horror, finally landed a job. Uh, Pellegrino, the Saints boss, and all sorts of problems, as is Rafa Benitez at Newcastle. And Graham Wesley the is return. back in the dugout with Barnet, which has uh, been greeted with a few... Few uh, unflattering comments <laughs> from many fans. But for those who might not know, Jack, why did Stoke get a new manager? Why did he, Mick? Why did they? Did they lose against anyone in the FA Cup, perhaps? <laughs> it's taken what? <laughs> that is a record. 90 seconds in commentary. <laughs> for our regular listeners, if there are any, you'll be well aware that Simon and Mick both support commentary. And that was Mark Hughes' last game. Yeah, not only did we take City of Culture from them, we also took their manager. <laughs> well, don't take it. No one anywhere it. near us, Bob. We start off with Stoke. Um, so their next manager search was an absolute farce. Uh, Flores turned them down. Martin Neil did. Gary Rowett and many others, I'm sure. Uh, they surprisingly opted for Paul Lambert in the end, who signed a two and a half year deal, despite the club saying they wanted a short term option. Um, Paddy Power have already paid out on Stoke going down. They're thirteen to eight with other bookmakers. Um, it's Lambert's eighth job in management. He uh, probably most famous for leading Norwich from League One to the Premier League. Uh, but his last two jobs have both come in the Championship while he was last seen in the Premier League with Villa three years ago. Um, he said he didn't think he'd get another Premier League job, but he has. For um, now. And what I want to gauge your reaction to this appointment and can he keep the club up? Simon? A bit surprising, obviously. Um, his last few jobs haven't been that bad on paper. Wolves, he was all right, 42% win percentage. But I don't know if he's the man to keep Stoke up in the Premier League this season. I mean, it's a bit of a tough place there now. I mean, they tried to change the style from being solid under Pulis to go to Mark Hughes, but I'm not sure what Lambert's. Will he revert to type? Do you yeah. know what his style is? He's going to make them uh, ultra-defensive, I think. Just uh, That's what he needs to do. They're I don't, shipping in goals for fun. I don't think it's as bad as some people are making out. I think they will probably improve a bit. I mean, as you say, at Norwich, he was pretty sensational. They went from League mm. 1 to the Premier League. Villa, he had a bit of a rough time. Blackburn, OK. Wolves, Do you fair, decent. At, at Villa, they were relegated after he left. I think it was the following season. Not his fault. They're only in the bottom three <laughs> once under him. But if you ask Villa fans what their style of football is like, I'm sure they'll be saying it dull, dismal and dire. <laughs> um, he's one of three Premier League managers to win the European Cup as a player. Do you know who the other two are? I do, so I'm going to let Mick guess. <laughs> I've not got a Scooby-Doo. Can you have a guess? Two in, top six managers. In, in, English. Uh, oh, English, oh. definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> um, Guardiola. Guardiola. And Mourinho. No, Mourinho didn't play football. Wow, he, he played a little bit, didn't um, he? Guardiola's correct. Straws is in the top six. Conte. <laughs> As well at Chelsea. Um, so Lambert kicks things off at home to Huddersfield this weekend. He needs to get off to a winning start, doesn't he? That's 
one of the not to be too harsh on Huddersfield, but that's one of the more winnable games. It's one of the kindest games you'll get. The away form's pretty rubbish in Huddersfield. Yeah, because that is so close down there. It's anyone up to like. He's got. You'd say Leicester are fine. Then from Watford, uh, well, even... he's got Watford the following week. Is he off for the following week? Is he? Both got... home games. He's got. He's got winnable games. After that, he's got Bournemouth, then Brighton, Leicester, Southampton. Southampton's. We get to them later. <laughs> Watford are tenth, and they're only um, they're only about six points above the relegation yeah. zone. So it's an absolute free fall. So Stoke, few wins. They're straight out of there, but we've got a while left, haven't we? Right. Um, one man, grab all of your seats, guys. Ryan Giggs has got a job in management. Can we have a round of applause? Absolutely not. Oh, he's refusing. Mm. So uh, it's his first job in management after a plethora of rejections, <laughs> setbacks, uh, and so on. Um, he's the 13th permanent manager of Wales. Uh, he picked the likes of Craig Bellamy. And uh, you're going to say the next one, Mr. Roberts. We're learning how to pronounce his name. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I can't remember his name, but Mr. Roberts. <laughs> Ashan, I think. Ashan, yeah. And um, he's a six-time uh, Wales and then the manager with zero experience. And he's been handed, handed a whopping four-year deal. Um, describe the appointment in one word. Shocking. Pathetic. <laughs> Two guys who aren't encouraged by this. Um, it, to be given a... National team job with your, fir- with your first crack of the whip. I don't think, I don't know what Wales or FA are on about. They Is did it with Mark Hughes, and I think Gary Speeder was his second job. I think Mark Hughes had a bit more. Well, obviously, he's not. Well, it's their golden generation. He's not been a, a ma- I mean, oh, I don't really know what to say do, on this one. Do you one. think he'll lead them through to the Euros? No. You don't think that? His team talks, have you seen that video on Twitter? Check oh, it out guys. on the Sack Race if you haven't. His it's... team talks as inspiring as cream cheese. <laughs> uh, he couldn't inspire anyone. He was like, oh, go on, get out there. It's absolutely brilliant, guys. If you haven't checked that out, go on the And if that's what he's it. like, I mean, from all accounts, he's a pretty terrible human being as well. And I don't think he's going to inspire many his people. His dad's not proud of him, is he? <laughs> his dad's not proud of him. He probably doesn't get a car from his brother at Christmas. If he wasn't Welsh, <laughs> if he wasn't Welsh, he would have been nowhere near that job. No. Where do you at think? All. So he there's an interview in the Times just before Christmas, and he said he's only going to return, or only going to start off at a top club. He's more suited to top clubs. How does he know that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, if he hadn't got the Wales job, do you think he? Where do you think he would have started? League two, League one. I think you've got. He's been I don't. By Swansea. I don't think a League One or a League Two club would have taken a risk on him. No. I think it would be Conference or yeah, probably uh, Conference. Salford. There's so much at stake in League <laughs> Two with going going down and losing a football league. I don't think he would have got a relegation job there. Promotion, you need a more experienced candidate, and I think that's the same for League One. Championship club, uh, probably too high a level for him, and definitely not the Premier League. So I think Wales have appointed a probably a national league manager. Who has no none of the experience? But where do Wales see themselves on the national stage? And if they're employing somebody that's conference level, they're not. They've not done too badly over recent years. Well, that's, I think Chris Coleman. Their did manager well. left were... to join a struggling Championship team who are currently rock bottom. Yeah. So that. But yeah, he Coleman probably knew he'd take them as far as they could go. If they qualify for the next, if they qualify for any tournament under Ryan Giggs, I'll be very surprised. If they don't go massively backwards in the next like six or seven years, then I'll be very surprised. We've seen the peak of Wales for, for now, I think. Okay, quite damning there. So both appointments quite uninspiring, but Lambert edges it, would you say? Oh, definitely. Yeah. I'd, I think Lambert... I think Stoke have got a chance of staying up. 
Because yeah. I, I think a lot of people, are, as you say, Paddy Power have already paid out, but I think they've got a bit of a chance. Lambert's not as bad as people make out. Oh no, I mean, I think he could give him a, give him a bit of chance. I think Stoke have been regressing quite a, quite a bit, and they needed a bit of fresh ideas, fresh blood. Yeah, I think Lambert. There's there's hope there. I think I yeah. don't think he's as bad as people make out. I don't think they're in the worst position out of all the teams at the bottom either. Looking, no. at, looking at the teams that the other clubs have got to face. Well, if you look now, like everyone apart from so Swansea changed manager, West Brom changed manager, Stoke changed manager, Southampton probably about to change manager, Brighton they'd never get rid of Chris Hewitt, Newcastle Rafa we'll talk about him in a minute. He may be about to go. Huddersfield, David Wagner, Bournemouth, Eddie Howe, two managers are not getting sacked. Then you've got Palace have, West Ham have, Everton, Leicester, yeah. Oh, it's right. We're going to get on to Curtis Corner now. And after that, we're going to speak about Graham Wesley and Richo Pellegrino. So, Mick, uh, for people who don't know, what is Curtis Corner? Curtis Corner is a look back at past managers that used to feature in the sack race on an almost daily basis. And we have a quick look to see if Jack and Simon can remember the manager I'm going to be talking about. Usually we have a load of guesses and have a shocker. It's it's New Year. New us? New Year, new me. (laughs) Let's see. Right, this manager applied his trade, playing the game with teams like QPR, West Ham and Portsmouth. I'm not going to let you guess now, because if you get it now, then the whole thing's... (laughs) (laughs) He started his managerial career as an assistant to a certain Alan Pardew. Now, he's managed teams such as Barnet, MK Dons, Leicester and Notts County. And he's, and he's had three spells of Barnet. Yeah, I know. This is oh, Martin Allen. Damn! Yeah. Damn you to hell. I haven't even got to his... Keep going. I keep didn't going. Was his assistant to Pardew. Yeah, That's so great. Barnet was the I, I couldn't remember his name. Well, Barnet, I was shocked. We, obviously, we get to them in a minute. With, okay. Uh, we're gonna, if, if I continue with it. We're, oh, he's got no, he's going ahead. The stats I had about the man. Yeah, go. On. Can, can you give me his nickname? Yeah, Mad, Mad Dog. Dog. Mad Dog. Oh, can you tell me what happened to him in Cheltenham when he was there? Didn't he get sacked? Yeah, for, I, I actually went uh, to a game. Uh, they were, I think, four 0 down at home at half time when I went. Um. I can't remember how he left. Did he get sacked for misconduct? Or something? It, it, it was misconduct. He had a disagreement with a bouncer in a car bar. <laughs> yes, you do. And he was sent out on garden leave. Garden leave? Gar- gardening leave. <laughs> Punishment is garden. For an exciting place that was called 13 Degrees Nightclub. I don't know if you've ever been there. Where know. is it? In Cheltenham? Cheltenham. It's not a pot world. I think we need a no. sacrist trip out. I think we do. He was once on TV in this incredible multicoloured jumper. And it like the camera like zoomed in and he had a spider crawling up. Oh, terrifying! <laughs> well, like you say, New Year, New You. Yeah, Simon, well done, mate. One, one for well one, well. and it, it, you can currently find Mad Dog writing for the Daily Mail. Oh, I'd, Mad Dog on Monday. I'd expect nothing less <laughs> from that man. Well, I'm just shocked. We might as well go into Barnet now that he's not back at Barnet. They've been uh, they've disappointed their third manager of the season in uh, Graham Wesley. Um, they're rock bottom of League Two. Five defeats in a row, four points adrift of safety. Uh, Wesley, of course, he had a tumultuous time at Newport. He sacked him back in March. Um, I see this one as going one of two ways. Either he's, he's a fiery guy, an aggressive guy. Uh, that nature will either trigger them into gear and see it galvanise them. But is he a mad Get dog? the wins. But he's an absolute mad dog. Or it could have the opposite effect and he could, he could hurt their confidence even more, belittle the players. And they're, they're down and out. Um, me and Simon were watching, I don't know if you've seen it, uh, this interview 
uh, with Graham Wesley uh, last season. And he, in the case, it was about two minutes long. He slated the journalist's hat, told him to shut up, and then called him a clown. <laughs> <laughs> and I think the journalist was just doing his job. <laughs> yeah, just asking a few nice questions. Um, are Barnett staying up, boys, or are they going out the football league? No chance. They're going down out again, but that, I wouldn't be surprised if they come back. They've, they've done it before. Graham Wesley is, yeah, controversial, and he's just a very aggressive man from, from what we see on the Entertaining for line. people who are outside of the club. He's I, at. I tell you what, if I was a player, I wouldn't like that type of manager, but maybe the, those players there will rise to see the rollicking. That's yeah, I think for short term that possibly could work. Yeah, that's a what I'm thinking. They're not very far off. They're only four points off safety in League Two. That's the thing. Only two teams go down, so it's definitely not impossible. Um, but Wesley, he's got a huge amount of experience, but I'm not sure does he have a huge amount of quality. <laughs> uh, most importantly, is Martin Allen going to be back at Barnet before the season comes to a close? Uh, he's going to manage there next season. He's going to waltz in. in I don't think I think Wesley <laughs> will have it to the end of the season. But yeah, I think yeah. summer. The return of Alan and Barn. <laughs> okay, right, we've been really negative so far, so let's get on to Southampton and Pellegrino. Hey. <laughs> His favourite for the sack. Hey, uh, yes. Seven gaffers gone this season already in the top flight. We've spoken about Mark Hughes, but Pellegrino, he was the odds on favourite, but Rafa Benitez has suddenly been cut as well. They're both two to one. Uh, Pellegrino's there for a reason. Four wins in 23 Premier League games. It's he was a surprise replacement for Puel in the summer. Uh, they've not won since November. His tactics are constantly questioned and slated. The luck's against them with VAR, as we saw against Watford. And they've got Tottenham up next, who spanked them 5-2 on Boxing Day. Um, if they lose against Tottenham, has he gone? Yeah, you could say he's lost his fizz. Oh. I've been working for three hours on that on the train journey. <laughs> That's what I see, guys. That is what I see. Simon's face, he's fuming. Um, so they've got Tottenham up next at the weekend. Harry Kane's probably a shoo-in to get a hat-trick in that. They played Watford. I was actually at the game. 2-0 up, looking really good. James Ward-Prowse, he's coming to form. Then they just sip, sat back, stood off, and it was, it was depressing to and watch. And they've got things. Watford again in the FA Cup, haven't they? They have, yeah. That's the weekend afterwards. Yeah, and then I think it's Brighton, Brighton after that. West so. Brom, winnable. Then you've got Liverpool, Burnley, and Stones. I think Saints have two problems. One... The fans. They need to they need to sack him soon if they're gonna a spend the money to get this. they've got seventy five mil from uh, from Van Dyke of course but it's rapidly as what thirteen days left they need to act fast they do otherwise they're gonna have to sit with him two um, all the firefighters are back in you've got Big Sam back in Pulis back in Pars back in Moyes back in I don't think Boston. it's too bad. For Southampton, I think to be honest, I think if he does okay in the FA Cup and you stay in the league, if you get to semi-finals of the FA Cup or final, like you did I think in the league, if he stays until and we stay up, I think he'd go at the end of the. Yeah, season. I'd like to point but, out the games he's managed at each club of his career so far. So these are the amount of games he's managed at different clubs. So twenty-one for his first club, then ninety-five. Was it? The first yeah, one? I think so. Then 95, 41, 47. And he's, he's 25, not out for Southampton yeah. at the moment. But as you say, kind of 40 game mark, 20 game mark, he seems to only do one season, appointed in the summer. He did really well at Alaves last term. But yeah. it was a sort of similar to Puel at Saints. Alaves, they'd just come up, obviously Saints didn't come up, but they just come up and came ninth. And they got to the, the final of the Copa del Rey. Saints got to the final of the League Cup. And then Puel was out. And Pellegrino was, they played the similar style. Yeah, it's, not, it's, it's quite defensive, quite. Not inspiring or entertaining in terms of goals. 
perhaps that's the reason he only lasts kind of a season. Yeah. That, that kind of you, style. Has he been allowed to spend money before with any, uh, his clubs? Or has he just managed the teams that he's got? Quite, I, I don't think he spent too much. Anymore. Yeah, he wouldn't have had a how budget. Much, like, how much do you reckon Saints would let him have about 75 million? Well, this is the thing. Like We've already missed out on Walcott. Uh, Sturridge is apparently going off to Inter Milan. Would, if you were a player looking to get into a world, the World Cup squad, would you want to come miss- to a side that have scored minimal goals this season? Well, which Southampton players are going to be in? Well, probably just Ryan Bertrand, isn't it? No, I mean players who uh, come to Saints. Yeah. Yeah. That. If you're they, looking to make an impact... Possibly, but then under that style of play, it's never you're never going to get free scoring. Yeah, well, that's if you're an attacking player, if you're a more defensive mind player, which Southampton don't really need, do they? You probably wouldn't. The defence yeah. is a bit wobbly now, though. So. I think it would would be a good move for Sturridge, to be honest. But yeah, I think Sturridge or Danny Ings, one of them Ings outsider. Would be a good one, yeah. Danny Welbeck probably won't go, but one of those outsider England squad players, or just Southampton picking up one of them Bournemouth strikers. You know, Benic Fobe, Josh King. I know they're. Afobe is not really getting many minutes at Bournemouth. Defoe's been injured, but they got a load of strikers. You need to pick one of them up. Who, if they did set Pellegrini, this is who would they bring in? Guy Rowett just Man just signed a new deal with Derby. Brendan Rodgers isn't going to leave Celtic at this stage of the season, is he? No, Chris Wilder. They could try <laughs> Martin Allen or leave. Martin Allen, <laughs> Martin O'Neill. Paul Lambert's been snapped up. <laughs> Curbs. Curbs. Curbs can come back after nearly ten years. Um. Right, guys, uh, just a little bit extra before we finish off. Eddie Howe and Sean Dyche both take charge of their 100 Premier League match as a manager. They're weekend. raising their bats. They've got the century. They are. And speaking of Sean Dyche, not only does he don the most expensive watch in the Premier League, can you guess how much it is? 20,000. 45,000. Excuse my pronunciation of this, but Patek Philippe is the the brand, I believe. Um, and also, it's just come out this week that Son Anderson says that Dyche gets his husky voice from eating worms. I, I read that unbelievably on the Saccharose earlier, on the way up, and... What, is that worms, an old or? tin of worms? <laughs> oh. And finally, <laughs> <laughs> finally, Pep Guardiola turns 47 on Thursday as well. And what a manager, manager career he's had so far. Many years to come, isn't Many right? years to come, yeah. Um, but Mick, Simon, thanks very much for thanks joining Jack. me today. Thanks, Guys, follow us, like us, subscribe, review on all the different platforms. We're on at the Sack Race on Twitter, but whatever you listen to us on, SoundCloud, iTunes, any Stitch, others? Other? Stitcher, Stitch, yeah. we're on every every platform you can think of, we're there. There you go. We'll take you over the, the airwaves. Cheers, guys. <laughs>